No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before getting into a discussion about why Stacey Abrams just won't go away with Matt Bruce on the Captain's America Third Watch, I wanted to welcome all the new listeners at AM 950 and FM 94.8 in Orlando, where I spent a little bit of time. A hearty shout out to Tom and Tiffany and Hillard, and to everyone in Doc Phillips and Apopka. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch. Joining us right now, up there in the panhandle of Florida, where I think it might be a little cool this morning, we've got none other than Frank Silvato from UndergroundUSA.com. Mr. Captain. Guess what? They're standing outside braving the freezing cold temperatures because it's a terrible 62 degrees down here. <laughs> I say that, of course, with with my foot in my mouth. You know what I mean? 62 degrees. By the way, uh, this time of the morning when you see someone out there with shorts and a T-shirt, they're from Canada. They're from Canada. Yeah, Canada, Canada, New York, or Chicago. Or Wisconsin, Wisconsin or Minnesota. Yeah, forget about them. Well, Frank, I'm going to throw a little curveball in here because these are a couple of stories that came across the wire late last night, and a lot of people haven't heard these yet. Let's start with Stacey Abrams. God's gift to the media, right? Yeah, president of the universe or whatever she is. Yeah, yeah. she's the president of the world. Mm-hmm. President yep. of the world. Yeah. Yep. Now, uh, Stacey Abrams is lobbying Joe Biden very heavily to be the next FCC chairman. <laughs> and her qualifications for that are? She likes Nothing. to talk. She likes to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a... It's a this woman, the, the the incredibly falsely elevated level of self-importance this woman has is just astounding. Mm-hmm. Does she have, has she ever worked in telecommunications? Nope. Has she been a journalist? Has she even been on television where she hosted her own show? Nope. Has she worked at a television station? Has she worked at a radio station? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but now she wants to be the chairman of the FCC. Yep. Well, I, you know, more power to you, Stacy. You, you know, maybe you're starting to believe the abilities of a character in a one of your mommy porn books. <laughs> but, you know, I, she's just got this mountain of ego that just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Well, you can do that when you're the president of the world. When you're president of the world and you could use teleporter rooms and, you know, send yourself back in time to beat Captain Kirk if you want to and Spock and everybody else. I, this woman just needs to go away. The public <laughs> sector, the government sector doesn't need anything from her. Nope. nope, nope so nope. stop, stop grifting off or at least questing to grift off the taxpayer's dime. Mm-hmm. And get into the private sector and cut your own path, because quite honestly, Stacy, with the with the creativeness that that you have when it comes to fiction, 
you should be a multimillionaire by now. By the way, George the Godfather says good morning to both of us, and good morning back to George the Godfather. Morning, George. Yep. Uh, I can't repeat the next part of what he said about Stacey Abrams. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just can't do it. Sorry, George. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, no. So that's where we start. Uh, and it's just unbelievable that this woman has the gall to do this. For all I know, she may be able to get this done. And by the way, they do have to be ratified by the Senate. That may not happen. Well, you would hope that people like like Manchin and Sinema would say absolutely not, along with all boatload of other people on the left side of the aisle. But when you're judging your vote on something that's strictly political and strictly ideological, qualifications fall by the wayside. Depends on her, on her tearful testimony. If she goes before the Senate and says she was robbed of the governorship twice, <laughs> I just need to get my voice out there. Mr. Schumer, you have to help me. Wait a minute. They get my tissue out here. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you, you, you may have an FCC chairman. Oh, in the room. God. All right, well, hold that. The, ah, folks, hold that. The, Frank Silvato will be right back with me here. More in the Captain's America Third Watch. Don't go anywhere. we got plenty more where that came from. I'll be back. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just. No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. We have one of our longtime callers to the program and occasional conversationalist. That's a fancy word for conversationalist. At the uh, lunch table, <laughs> <laughs> at the lunch table over at Mission Barbecue on Tuesday. So, Bagham and Bob, what's going on? Yes, sir, Kevin. I wanted to ask Frank, other than Governor DeSantis, who I realize is not going to run this coming term, are there any good younger Republicans that are going to have a, sh- a shot at running for the uh, presidency if Trump decides not to run or even possibly against him? Because I believe that we need s- some younger blood into the uh, Republican nomination thing. And uh, I guess that's about it, Captain. All right, thanks. Uh, go ahead, Frank. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is a pivot that I would have hoped that the Republicans would have beat the Democrats too. And now with their, with their uh, retooling of the House uh, going into the next Congress with a much, much younger leadership, they seem to be wanting to claim the mantle of, of uh, the younger party, the party that's looking towards the future. Um, as far as the Republican slate, we've got, we've got a nice deep bench. Uh, I would never rule out Christy Nome from South Dakota. Nope. She's a, a good constitutionalist. She's she's fearless. Uh, every step of the way during the COVID thing, she was walking in lockstep with Ron DeSantis. Yep. If you want to add some more credential to it, as far as international, there's Nikki Haley. Yep. Even though she had her problems with, with Trump at the end, uh, she wasn't one of the caustic people about it, and, and Trump doesn't necessarily have anything against her. 
She was a governor in South Carolina. Uh, she's got her, her international bona fides as a UN uh, ambassador. Uh, and people in, the, say in South Carolina were very happy with her. Uh, and now, in, in my humble opinion, would be a great time for the Republican Party to really look seriously at running one of these women in the primaries, at least, to see how it goes. I mean, when you start playing the chess that you do with demographics going into mm -hmm. a presidential election, mm -hmm. that would necessarily encroach upon mm -hmm. uh, the monopoly the Democrats seem to have with suburban women. Okay, I got somebody just fired into me uh, here on Facebook. It's Chet in Orlando. He says, Captain, thanks for the show. We're looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say in the future. Thanks a lot, Chet. He's saying, how about Mike Pompeo and Nikki Haley? Yeah, see, you, you, we've got combinations with credentialed people like that that are impressive, that can speak, that can get in front of a microphone and handle questions that come from every towards every field out there. So that wouldn't be a bad combination either. Remember, a presidential election, you have to put together the best team after the primaries. Mm -hmm. And that's why you don't want to damage your candidates during the primaries like we did last time. Mm -hmm. We needed a wrench in the machine last time. I will give you that. That it, it spotlighted a whole boatload of things that were wrong. Yeah. Brought the roaches out into the light, as it were, in Washington. But we can't do the throw the wrench in the machine again this time around. We've got to make sure that we are strategic, that we're smart, and that we set people up for success. Because it's not going to get easier going forward just because Joe Biden is an idiot. Nope. It's going to get harder because of who they're going to be actually trying to position. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let me run something uh, by you because uh, Mike uh, uh, Pence, former Vice President Mike Pence, chimed in last night. Uh, he said, help is on the way. We have a new majority coming into the Congress of the United States, and I have every confidence that Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Leader Steve Scalise are going to focus on the issues really facing the American people and on doing the kind of oversight that, frankly, hasn't been done. People in this country actually are going to get along pretty well. That remains to be seen. I love right. his optimistic viewpoint, but we are still at one of the most divided points in our country's history. Right. The left doesn't just not get along with the right. They just don't agree to disagree with the right. They There's a big faction on the left that literally hates the people on the right. And when hate is an emotion that's being that's in play, there is no, hey, let's get along to get along and disagree and have a good conversation about it. The entire woke contingent on the left side of the aisle is predicated on the vehement disapproval of what the entirety of the right is about. Mm -hmm. So until we start to see wokeism wane and institutions like like our universities and colleges and, and the boardrooms, there's not going to be any getting along at all. Not even in the House, not even in our culture. we got to work on that as a culture as well. Mm -hmm. um, Mike Pence, you know, you know what a beautiful thing for to consider here? Because McCarthy's got his own problems with the House. Yep. He, he's, he's not going to be an automatic slam dunk that first ballot coming out of the new Congress. And uh, people will be maneuvering, and that's not a good look when you first get the majority back in the House. Someone who's above reproach for Speaker? 
what if they approach tents? Yeah, that would be a great idea. We were talking off air. You said that there's there's a good chance he may be running for Senate in Indiana. Yep, for Mike Brown's seat. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that says he couldn't run for that seat and be Speaker of the House. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be a member of Congress to be Speaker of the House. No, you don't. Mm -mm. What could the Democrats say about that? (laughs) They go nuts. Yeah, they could. They couldn't actively not support him. Well, what are they going to base that on? He was their champion on January sixth. Right, they would go nuts. You know? They would absolutely go nuts. You know it, and I know it. Yep. And Pence has experience in Congress, and he would know how to who to rule his contingent as House Speaker and the leader of the Republican Party there, and mm-hmm. keep everybody cohesive. Mm-hmm. Now, Frank, so to consider. Now, Frank, I I think I'm going to go to California and see if I can collect some money. I'll explain. The California task force yesterday (laughs) that's that's doing the uh, slavery investigation came out with a deal where they want to pay the slavery descendants $223,200 each. Well, I kind of like that myself. Does that mean I could just go over there and say, hey, I'm related to a slave. Uh, I want my money. How are they going to enforce that? How the heck are they going to enforce that? How are, they, how are they going to have the people prove that they're direct descendants? Right. You know, it's it's not like we had digital records back then. No. This The reparations idea is, in a nutshell, retarded. I was going to say stupid. Yeah, it is, it is divisive. It doesn't help anybody. Anybody who would be collecting is absolutely, positively not affected by something that our country went to war to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And we are the only country on the face of the planet through the history of time to go to civil war to abolish slavery. Mm-hmm. That's your reparation. Mm-hmm. 500,000-plus lives, yeah. that's the reparation. Yeah. So anybody who's pushing monetary reparations, they're using slavery as a political bribe, digging out tax dollars from the, from the government trough to bribe people for office. It's sick. It's transparent in its sickness. And these are the kind of people that we do not need in public office. Yep. Well, I never thought we did it to begin with, but here we've got Gavin Newsom running around. Well, you know, he's got great hair. And he's related to Nancy. You know, great hair, and he knows where to actually get a good bite to eat during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. Hold that thought, Mr. Frank. Uh, we're going to come back more with Frank. Bottom of the hour here after we uh, come back with uh, this next segment. Don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch Friday morning, Friday, Friday, Friday morning edition. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to a fellow brother of the badge, Matt Bruce, on the Captain's America Third Watch. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 
know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. to Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Hello, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. We uh, talk about a lot of things. We've talked about a fair amount of money stuff in our our, uh, past uh, 20 years on the radio together. But uh, Florida yesterday became the first state to pull the plug on the $2 billion, that's B with a B, the $2 billion investment they had in BlackRock over the firm's environmental and social policies. There are other states that will probably do, be doing the same today and uh, coming into the early part of next week. Yeah, one can only hope, and this is one of the reasons that I'm proud to live in the state of Florida. We have a governor with a with a set. You know, BlackRock is uh, yeah, Larry Fink, who, who's the, the big dude over at BlackRock, is, in, is firmly ensconced in the Biden administration as an economic advisor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for people that don't know, BlackRock is a trillion-dollar asset-rich fund, hedge fund, mm-hmm. that, that just runs havoc on the world stage when it comes to finance. And they are the chief pushers, not the creators, but the pushers of ESG scoring. If you don't have an ESG score or you're not doing ESG scoring for your company, they will not invest in you. They push the World Economic Forum's ESG whole new great reset thing they are the money force behind that transition and it doesn't matter how many people complain about it doesn't matter how many people try to expose it for what it is which is a just a dramatic redistribution of wealth under the chinese financial model to push us into the their hybrid version of capitalist communism this is why you're not seeing the biden white house actually doing anything to right the financial wrongs with China is because you've got a a trillion dollars in BlackRock Mm -hmm. saying you can't go after them. They're a huge market, leave them alone. Mm -hmm. So the fact that the sand is pulled out of BlackRock, is is $2 billion a lot to a trillion dollar hedge fund? No. But Mm -hmm. when when that dike starts to leak, and the water continues to trickle through faster and faster and more and more when more states come in there and say, we just, we can't be a part of this. You're killing the economy with this. You're forcing people to do things they don't want to do in a free market capitalist society. Mm-hmm. Then when we get, when we get up to the hundred billion dollar mark, the two hundred billion dollar mark, now they've got to take notice. Because now, the, you know, the, the, their influence is waning. Uh, if you don't understand what BlackRock is, look into it. If you don't know what the Great Reset is, go to the World Economic Forum's website and look at their propaganda on it. Mm-hmm. They're the people that say you'll own nothing by 2030 and you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know yeah. what Do you know what Neuralink is? Uh, I believe I do. I'm well, not. You, you want me to explain it first it, and go from there? I'll, I'll, let me read this. Absolutely. Because this is this is boy. You want to talk something that's going to get somebody started, including the person on the phone that I'm going to pick up in a, on for in a minute. This is uh, Elon Musk Neuralink. The company wants to connect the human brain to a computer with eventual capabilities featuring the ability to review memories and more. Yesterday, as in yesterday, Musk announced that there were six, they were six months away from testing the brain implant in humans. Whoa. Yeah, there's a, there's a good part to this and a very bad part to this. You the bet. good part is that you would be able to use brain impulses to help paraplegics walk. Mm-hmm. People with motor skills, Parkinson's disease. There's a there's a very good aspect to this yep. for an altruistic person, mm-hmm. but it also plays into. And again, you're going to hear me talk about this a lot, Orlando. The World Economic Forum's tram, transhumanism push, yep. where they're trying to marry humans and computers together to create this bizarre new race of humans. Mm-hmm. If 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 the word master race brings bone chills to you, it's you're true. thinking correctly. Mm-hmm. We've got to start ratcheting up the ethics thing here in our in our medical and our research communities. I would love to see someone who has been in an accident or been injured on the battlefield or on in the fire service of policers be able to walk again. Mm-hmm. But I am not for turning, creating a master race of half computer, half humans. Mm-hmm. That that the DOD and all the militaries of the world, especially China, would probably like to put on the battlefield. Yep, yep, and yep. All right, let's go to the phone line. I think I know who this is. Is this Mary? Correct. Good morning. Uh, for the ESG scores. Uh, there were people on a company uh, last night on Tucker, Public, P-U-B-L-I-C-S-Q, Public Square, kind of like you can go to and supposedly find companies that are against ESG, and that's where you would want to go to shop. That's just um, just a thought, and I hope that uh, that stays true and is correct information when you go to that site. Thank you. All right. Well, beautiful. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll have to find out. I guess that's a, that's a that's a great great square. We are slowly but surely creating this parallel economy that we need to have in order to box out wokeism. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mammoth Nation is another good solid group of one hundred percent made in the USA type of thing. They're trying to start that. Yep. Where they don't do the woke thing, and there's a few other places too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Align. Uh, uh, there's a, a magazine is one that only features made in the USA, non-woke stuff, and we do have to do that. We don't have enough Elon Musks in the world to buy all the Twitters that need to be bought in order to secure the First Amendment. We just don't. So on the right, we need to safeguard and, and get that get that safety zone that we need to make sure that our Bill of Rights is actually adhered to. And does it become a bill of suggestions? And and we have to create that parallel economy to neuter the far left because they're well ahead of us on this. Mm-hmm. They're well ahead of us on this. They've used everything that we've built, co-opted it. And now they say it's theirs. 
you know, we, we can't have that. Until we can put a sword in the back of the neck of wokeism, we need to be able to make sure that we can do without what they're peddling to starve them financially. Yeah. And, and we can support people that do respect the Constitution, do respect freedom of speech and the right to bear arms and all of the other guaranteed rights of the Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. We can do it. Yep, I, I agree. And we have to do it. We do. It's a, it's a must. Well, it, this is where we, the innovation of the right needs to rear its head. Most mm-hmm. of the nation was built on the individualism and the creativity, the entrepreneurship of of the American that respects how we were founded. we got to find that again. All righty, hold that thought. I'll talk to you on Monday morning. Have yourself a great weekend, and uh, I hope you're able to stay warm up there. <laughs> stay low, my friend. All right, Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com, undergroundusa.com. Check it out. You found it, the most listened-to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army. Please rate the podcast, leave a comment, give us five stars if your platform lets you, and sign up for our Substack at undergroundusa.com. My name is Frank Salvato, and you're listening to undergroundusa.com. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. One thing Frank always reminds me to mention is that my books and my podcasts are not limited to my region of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. I'm a master herbalist with a working knowledge of hundreds of herbs that are available all around you no matter where you live and keep your family in optimal health. I'm now offering a free newsletter through Substack. Please find me on Substack at Judson Carroll Master Herbalist or JudsonCarroll.com. And I look forward to communicating with you in the future. Thanks.